According to the National Eating Disorder Association, 0.3 to 0.4% of women and 0.1% of men will experience anorexia in their life. But to be perfectly honest, from my own experience and from the people that I have met in my life, I think the number is way, way higher than reported. And when I was struggling with my own recovery from an eating disorder, I found it very difficult to find the right information and resources that I needed for recovery. I want to preface this, if you are struggling with an eating disorder right now, I will leave a link to the National Eating Disorder Association's hotline because I highly recommend that you reach out to them because they will help to point you in the right direction to an eating disorder specialist. They also have a free support line if you need online support right now and you know it's still 2021 and you're struggling to get support from the comfort of your own home don't miss out on this link because they do have free options for support as well. Today I want to talk about a very difficult topic but I think it's worth talking about and it's what I wish I knew in my eating disorder recovery. I'm gonna have a lot of disclaimers because this is a very challenging topic especially one to talk about on the internet and I don't want to be unruly or unsafe with giving this advice. If you need help, reach out to a doctor, a dietitian, a therapist to talk through these issues. If you can only pick one, reach out to a therapist. And then if you can pick two, then a dietitian and a therapist and then loop in your primary care doctor. But one of the things that led me to being a dietitian today is my own struggle with an eating disorder. And while it was something that took a lot out of me. It was something that was a really tough point in my life and something that took a lot of tenacity and self-reflection and struggle to recover from. It's something that I'm glad happens because it brought me to where I am today, which is being a registered dietitian, teaching other people how to get healthy and have a healthy relationship with food without dieting or restriction like I did when I was a teenager. And if you're struggling in your recovery right now, my heart goes out to you and I really, really truly feel you and I know how challenging this can be. I just want you to know you're not alone and there are so many people out there that care about you and love you and are here to support you. Don't go at this alone. I know that for a long, long time I went at it alone and I so regret not getting help sooner. I had a lovely therapist that I had for free, thankfully, when I was in college. And I was able to kind of retroactively work through all these challenges that I had when I was younger and as I was entering college. Just know that it is a challenge, but it is one that you can and will overcome. Okay, that was way too long of an intro, but I had to give all those disclaimers and preface that this is not to be replaced with medical advice and that you absolutely need one-on-one -on -one support, not just support from a YouTube video to get the well-rounded uh, advice and clinical support that you need. But here is what I wish I knew in my own eating disorder recovery journey. The first thing that I wish I knew in my recovery journey was that your hunger and fullness cues will be so out of whack for a long time, at least from my own experience. Long-term restriction leads to more intense hunger and fullness might take a lot longer. It's actually a very normal body adaptation to starvation. When your body doesn't know when it's gonna get food next, which can happen during an eating disorder or even after recovery. So that's one thing that I wanna talk about is that you can experience a lot of symptoms during the eating disorder itself, but you can still experience a lot of uh, lagging 
symptoms afterwards. And that is something that I did not know. I thought that when I started eating normally again, my body would just go back to normal. And that's not the case. Again, this is my own experience and I think everybody is different. So it may not be exactly the same for you. All of this to say, give your body that time to adapt. You're gonna find it very frustrating to never feel full, to always feel hungry. But again, it is your body trying to normalize and reboot your system, refill your glycogen stores, refill your missing nutrients that weren't fed to your body for a long period of time. It will go back to normal after you're eating regularly for an extended period of time, but there's really no telling how long it will take for your body. I think it took mine a couple years to actually go back to normal because what happened for me is I would constantly crave high fat foods like peanut butter or nuts and seeds and different stuff like that. And I thought it was a bad thing and I kind of thought I was weird because I would really, really crave peanut butter all the time. But little did I know, looking back, that actually seems like a very normal thing that my body was kind of getting used to. Now I have peanut butter and high fat foods in a lot lower quantities, but of course I still have a very balanced diet of carbs, fat, protein, all of the things that my body needs to function. But it just felt like looking back back then, I recognized that my body was just having these abnormal cravings and cravings for carbs, cravings for fat, way more than they do now. And I think it was just my body adapting. So I want to normalize that and I want you to know if that's something you struggle with right now, it will get better and it will uh, flatten out. The curve will flatten out. The ups and downs, the rocky roller coaster will level out. The second thing that I wish I knew in my recovery is how heavily my hormones would be impacted. Even before my eating disorder, I had some wonky hormones. Again, it is totally individual per your body and your genetics and things like that. So make sure to take that into account when you're hearing all of these things. So just as a backstory too, I had been on hormonal birth control since I was probably 13 or 14 years old. I can't remember exactly when. And I was, in the midst of my eating disorder around, I would say 16 to 18 years old. Because it is a trauma, I do kind of have like foggy memory about it sometimes. But I went off birth control actually a couple years ago. So it, I was on hormonal birth control for a very long time and I was far, far, far recovered after that. But I noticed that when I went off birth control, I lost my period for two full years, two years. And I have to think that it probably was my body um, was even more thrown off by the eating disorder. And it really didn't have time to express itself because I was on hormonal birth control, which kind of forces you to have a period every single month, but it's kind of like not a real, real period. But I have to think that the nutritional gaps that I had with my eating disorder in combination with the nutritional gaps that come from being on a hormonal birth control, and that's a whole different video. I actually have one on how I got my period back. So I will link to that in the end card of this video because that is an important one too if you have lost your own period. But I have to think that that kind of has a link to it. I also noticed that in my recovery, my mood was very, very unstable and 
Although I'm a sensitive person, I noticed that it kind of felt like these uncontrollable hormonal ups and downs, if that makes sense. So I do think that it had a huge, huge impact on my mood and my hormones and how my body reacted to birth control and coming off of birth control. So that's something to keep in mind. One thing that I would recommend if you, if you don't watch the video about getting back your period, I highly recommend it. But if you don't, one takeaway from it is to be on a multivitamin when you are on hormonal birth control, because that is something that I really wish I did. And I really wish a doctor would have told me to do when I went on the pill, because I feel like it really depleted my body of a lot of nutrients that it needed during an essential part of my life. The next thing that I want to talk about is reactive hypoglycemia. Now, this is one that I had to do a little bit of research on. I actually did a lot of research on because I could never figure out what was going on with me after uh, my eating disorder recovery. So this was probably maybe six months after I started fueling my body better after recovery. I started to notice that right after eating, I would have extremely low blood sugar feelings. And just to rewind it a little bit, reactive hypoglycemia means that you have a low blood sugar within four hours of eating food. So you're eating a meal and despite the fact that you've eaten a meal recently, your blood sugar is tanking. And symptoms of hypoglycemia can be shakiness, heart palpitations, anxiety, sweating, weakness, lightheadedness. These are all symptoms of hypoglycemia. And this is not the same type of hypoglycemia that diabetics experience. I mean, it, it is the same type of hypoglycemia, but it is not the same uh, root cause, if that makes sense. There's actually really not a whole lot of research on this topic of hypoglycemia not related to diabetes. There's tons of research on it as it relates to someone who is diabetic, but hardly any on reactive hypoglycemia with a different root cause, like an eating disorder. And for a while, I really thought that I was just kind of crazy. I actually had some people just like kind of tease me a little bit because I would always need to have a snack with me or I would feel very, very, very anxious or I would experience very intense symptoms of heart palpitations, anxiety, shakiness, lightheadedness. And I really felt pretty freaked out by it because no one could really explain to me what was going on. I did go to my primary care doctor and kind of explain what was going on, but they really didn't have a whole lot of advice or things they could do about it. They gave me a glucose tolerance test to make sure I wasn't like diabetic or anything like that. And what they figured out was that I did experience low, low blood sugar after the glucose tolerance test but I didn't have any symptoms of high blood sugar whatsoever. In fact, my blood sugar was on the low level to begin with, and then it would dip very low after a couple hours. So there really was no explanation except for it is what it is and you don't have diabetes and you're just gonna have to eat snacks very regularly throughout the day. Something I kind of already figured on my own, but I'm glad that I made sure that I didn't have any other underlying issues. That said, I think one regret that I have is looking back, I really don't believe that I disclosed to my doctor that I had an eating disorder previously. And I think that would have been important medical information for them to know, important, important background information for them to know. Now they may have assumed or figured or talked to my parent about that, 
but I really don't, I can't say 100% that they knew. So if you're someone who is experiencing this and I don't know again how normal this is, but it is something that I personally experienced and I did find a little bit of research on so I know that it I'm not the only person on earth who's experienced it in recovery. Disclose information that your doctor needs to know to your doctor. So if you have these symptoms and you have been experiencing any sort of disordered eating in the past couple of years, disclose it to your doctor because I think this will help bring about more research on this topic. While I can't give medical advice on a YouTube video and um, you shouldn't be taking medical advice from any YouTube video, I do wanna say the same thing that my doctor told me eat small frequent meals. And like I did for a little while, monitor my blood sugar. I didn't do it forever and I didn't do it every single day like a diabetic would. I just did it every so often to kind of make sure that things were doing okay and that nothing extreme was happening. But it, nothing ever terrible happened because I was very diligent with having a snack and a meal every couple of hours. Um, nothing medical or serious ever happened but I wanna emphasize that hypoglycemia is extremely serious, so don't ignore those symptoms and make sure that you are eating something when you feel those symptoms. If you ever experience it very intensely, have something like orange juice and that'll bump your blood sugar up really, really quickly, and that'll be a good thing for the moment because it'll keep you safe and it'll keep your blood sugars up and it'll get them up very quickly. The next thing that I wish that I knew in my recovery is that it's gonna take some time to retrust your body. It's a journey, whether you're in recovery or fully recovered, you're gonna have those moments where you have negative thoughts around food, negative thoughts around your body, and you're not gonna trust your body's hunger and fullness cues, and that's okay. It's normal to experience that. Now, if you are experiencing that, talk to your therapist, talk to your dietitian. They will help you work through these negative feelings and um, come out the other side. I also highly recommend the intuitive eating workbook. That is something that you can definitely work on with your dietitian or therapist and do each of the exercises because that really helped me start to reframe my thoughts around food and to unlearn some of the diet rules that I had learned when I was experiencing my eating disorder or some of the stuff that kind of fueled the fire when it came to the disordered eating. And another thing about body trust and your hunger and fullness cues is that you, you may feel like when you're in recovery that you're eating an enormous amount of food and you definitely don't wanna push it because there are some physiological things that are happening. Your body is readapting to eating a normal amount of food. So you don't wanna push it and you want to listen to your doctor's advice and your dietitian's advice and your medical team's advice on this. But you're gonna feel like you're eating an enormous amount of food and that will come steadily with time. You will retrust your body. It took me a long time to realize what a normal portion of food was, especially just with it being so popular to be on a diet or to be restricting food. I just felt like it was normal to only eat X amount of calories or only eat a tiny, tiny portion of this or that. And if you're fresh in recovery, you really want to follow your doctor's advice on how much you should be consuming because there is something called refeeding syndrome that you don't want to be over consuming food too, too much in the beginning of your recovery because your body has to slowly adapt to that. So this is not the clinical advice for when you're just out of recovery. This is more so me saying if you are fully recovered 
and you are still struggling with your internal cues about hunger and fullness and you're struggling with negative self-talk around food. Your body has the innate ability to tell you how much it needs. So listen to those cues, embrace those cues, read the book Intuitive Eating and you will be able to start to slowly rediscover that what you're eating is not too much food. It's the perfect amount of food for you. It'll take time, it'll take some trial and error and it'll take a long journey, but you will get there and you will figure out what food feels good for you and how much food is actually needed for your lifestyle, for your activity levels, and for what you personally feel is comfortable for you. So I hope some of these things that I wish I knew in my own recovery journey helped you today. Let me know in the comments section below what has been your experience. Have you recovered from an eating disorder in the past and how have you adapted to having a healthier relationship with food or what kind of things do you struggle with when you think about your relationship with food? Let me know and I'd love to answer more questions in future videos and talk about this more if that's something that interests you. I'll leave some videos in the end card of some of the videos that I mentioned earlier in the video, and I will see you in the next one. Bye guys.